Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 243. Oh, Instagram, the app we are all trying to maneuver with grace and ease, but behind the scenes, we're pulling out our hair, spending way too much time Googling things and agonizing behind every image and caption. And don't even get me started on things like hashtags and IG stories and IGTV. Am I right? Like it can all feel so overwhelming. Now you guys loved our show last week. Last Wednesday, we compiled all of our top Instagram tips into one episode. And so if you haven't gotten to listen to that one yet, hit pause here, go tune into episode number 241, and then come back to this one because that one is full of good information. As someone who has educated thousands of people on how to use the app better, I wanted to take a little time to tell you the three trends that need to stop, like they needed to stop yesterday, because they are just hurting you and they're not helping you grow on the platform. And so trust me when I say this isn't an episode telling you to do more. It's one shedding a light on some of the frightening trends that are robbing you from actually seeing results on Instagram. So are you ready? Let's talk about the three things you need to stop doing on Instagram today. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Just like in fashion, there are social media trends. You know, you feel like you keep hearing the same words circulating, words like hustle and boss babe and authentic, and maybe you're wondering if that's the ticket you need to use in order to finally grow your account. But today's episode isn't about words that irk us, but more about a few ways to ensure that you're not actually hindering or hurting your chances to grow on Instagram. Before we dive in, if you're curious about how to actually grow your platform and your account, you know, 
because I'm all about bringing those positive vibes to this platform. I have an entirely free training where I walk you through how to gain your next thousand followers. And I share about my training program where you can get the step-by-step system to help you not just grow your following, but to use a platform to help you grow your profits. So if this sounds like something you'd want to learn more about, or if you're just curious how I've helped over 5,000 entrepreneurs grow their Instagram accounts, head to teachmeinsta.com and save your seat for my free training. Again, that's teachmeinsta.com. And now that we've covered what you should do in our last episode, let's talk about what not to do on our favorite app that we all love to hate. So let's start off with the topic of Instagram pods. Now, trust me when I say Instagram pods are not helping your business. In fact, I believe that they're probably hurting it. Like it's in my bone marrow how much I believe that. And for some reason, I keep seeing people doing them. So hear me out. I did a full episode on this topic, episode number 65, and it's from a few years ago. And still, every single day, I watch people in Facebook groups try to form new Instagram pods. And it makes me want to pull my hair out because, guys, this is not the way to beat the algorithm not in the least. They first came on the scene when the algorithm dropped two years ago because people thought that they could outsmart it. But word to the wise, you cannot outsmart Mark Zuckerberg, okay? So maybe you have no clue what an Instagram pod is and you're picturing a pea pod and maybe you're thinking about tuna noodle casserole with peas in it. Is this just a Midwest thing? But let me break it down for you and then I can explain why pods aren't the solution for your algorithm woes. An Instagram pod is typically a group of 10 to 20 accounts that have similar businesses and similar interests. Now, these accounts all agree to join together and they promote or engage with one another's posts by committing to liking each other's content and leaving comments once those posts go live. So before I explain why this doesn't quite work, Let's unpack how the algorithm actually works and recognize that it's constantly changing and evolving and the parameters that it's using to rank posts and decipher which posts will be seen are still kind of a mystery to us, even us educators. I'm sure you remember the good old chronological days. Oh, those days were so good. And those are the days where your feed just showed things in the order that they were posted. Things were really straightforward then and brands, including myself, would post numerous times a day in order to hit different audiences and make sure that their posts were being seen. But Instagram realized that not all posts are created or engaged with equally. And so in order to keep you engaged, the algorithm started to take into account factors like which accounts you like best, which which posts you engage with the most, what you're seeking out, which posts were attracting the most likes and comments from your friends. And so when you really break it down and when you think about it, Instagram's biggest goal is to keep people on their app longer. So they do that by showing the most relevant content to you in hopes that you're not going to click away. So let's get back to Instagram pods. Essentially, you have people that are ready and committed to engaging with your posts, and they're going to hopefully help others engage and get you into more feeds. So this strategy attempts to beat the algorithm by proving to Instagram that your content is high quality and worth showing into other followers' feeds. So maybe you're thinking, well, that doesn't sound so bad. Like, what is wrong with that idea? And I want to just share a few reasons why this isn't helping you at all. 
So first, let's just talk about your most important non-renewable resource. It's not your money. That's renewable. It's your time. And this method is taking up your valuable time, time that you could be spending growing your business, time that you could be spent engaging with other profiles that you might actually want to engage with. And so Instagram pods are forcing you to engage with profiles that you might not actually be interested in, thus showing Instagram that you value those posts and that they are the most valuable to you, thus flooding your feed with images only from other pod members or posts that look similar to those. So when you think about it, like pods can do some amazing things like keeping you consistent in your posting and creating community that provides you with support from others. But group dynamics can really make this hard by creating pressure and taking a lot of your time to log into the app and comment, distracting you from other things that are more important, like things that are actually going to move the needle in your business. So what happens next? you basically get sucked into everything else that's happening on the app. So think about it. Let's just say I was in a pod with five of my friends and we had a group text going and I would say, all right, guys, I just posted some content. Can you jump on and engage? Well, one, I'm pulling everyone else away from their life or their work. Two, they're commenting and engaging with my post, even if they don't like it. And three, I'm probably thinking about what they're thinking about when they read my post. And I'll talk about that in just a second. So speaking of getting sucked in, like when you're in a pod, you're far more likely to get sucked into this comparison game, like a game that leaves you hating the app and feeling burnt out. I see so many threads in Facebook groups of people looking for others in their field that they can, quote, support, but they don't realize the risks they are running when they do this. Are your peers paying the bills? Are they adding inspiration to your life or are they sucking the life right out of you? Are you sure you can consume all of this content from your competitors and still stand out in a way that only you can stand out? Here's the issue that I have with this. If you think about it, you're teaming up with people who have similar businesses and you're agreeing and committing to liking each other's content. This is telling the app that you like engaging with your peers' content and therefore it's going to show you more accounts like them. This doesn't get you in front of your client's accounts. It gets you in front of your peers, which shouldn't be our goal. I might come at this from an unpopular approach, but I believe that if you're constantly engaging with your peers, what is that going to do? Like speaking from my own experience, it's going to make an impact on you. It's going to affect your confidence, your vibes, the content that you're sharing, the way that you're feeling about your work in your life. We've heard that quote, Thomas Jefferson, comparison is the thief of joy. And I believe that Instagram pods will have this adverse effect on your mental game. So when you are used to engaging on other people's accounts or consuming this light content, it can really impact the way you're sharing and the way you're speaking and the way you're showing up on Instagram. So instead of asking what your followers are looking for and how you can speak directly to them and focus on serving that audience, you begin to worry about what your peers are going to think when they see your posts. So you're no longer just speaking to your dream clients like you should be. You're speaking to your competition instead. And your competition, they're not going to pay your bills. So I want for you to think about this, like stop and ask yourself, how is an Instagram pod helping me serve my ideal client? How is this speaking to them and creating connection with them beyond my product, my service, or my offer? 
before writing any caption, you want to make sure that you are thinking about that ideal client, that you are thinking about how you can tell stories and craft captions that will allow you to create true engagement. True engagement is referring to this unsolicited engagement from the people that are following you. You know, the ones that are likely to convert into actual clients, not this false sense of engagement because you're stuck committed to other people in a generic way. What happened to authentic engagement and truly thinking about how you can get your audience to comment and like and engage with the content that you're putting out into the world? Something about Instagram pods just doesn't feel genuine to me. It's basically saying that we need others to commit to commenting on our content because we don't think our followers are going to do it on their own. Simply joining a pod because you want to see that number of likes and comments increase is not necessarily going to put more money into your bank account. If anything, I would make a pod with people whose accounts aren't the same or people who aren't in the same industry as me. But even then, I fear that this idea of, quote, beating the algorithm, it's not a real solution. The algorithm, it wasn't meant to be beat. It was meant to help connect followers to relevant content. And so instead of spending time in a pod, maybe you could think about how you could create more relevant content and spend time on serving and showing up for the right people. So here are a few quick tips of what you should do instead of joining an Instagram pod. Number one, engage with your audience. I'm going to talk more about this in just a little bit, but I want for you to think about your audience and your ideal clients within that audience instead of thinking about your peers or other people in your industry. I also want for you to think about ways that you can invite your audience to engage with your account genuinely using things like call to actions. What actions do you want people to take with every post that you're publishing? And then lastly, hang out on the app, like set a timer, log in for 10, 20 minutes with the sole purpose of engaging with the people that you follow and the ones following you. Let's get back to the heart of the app and focus on serving our ideal clients as best as we can day in and day out. Now, there are ways that you can try and cheat the system. But trust me, I think the developers behind Instagram are way smarter than our Band-Aid approaches that we're using in order to try and beat the algorithm. The second thing that we have to stop doing, Instagram pods, number one, knock it off, guys. Let's focus on how we can really invite genuine engagement from our followers, okay? Number two is the follow-unfollow game. Now, let me preface this and say this is the worst game known to man and especially known to Instagram. Like if you're ignorantly blissful and you have no clue what I'm talking about, then bless you. You make me tempted to not even explain what this horrible trend is. But alas, I will explain this to you. So basically... There are people out there teaching this quote technique, and I say technique with air quotes because it's not a technique at all. It's an icky, scammy way to attempt to grow your following. So basically what this is, is what they tell you to do is to go out there, find a number of accounts to follow and engage with. And then once they follow you back, as soon as they follow you back, then you unfollow them. And you just keep doing this each and every day to prey on new people who think that they have this new genuine connection only to be left high and dry because you actually don't care about them as much as you care about that little number under your name. 
So it's essentially like appearing interested in an account so that they become interested in you and then bait and switching them in an evil twist of events. I mean, we've all been on bad first dates, right? Like this is the worst of it. And if you think of the world of online dating, it's kind of like pretending you're interested in someone only to ghost them once they're interested in you. This method kind of makes me sick to my stomach because it feels so dishonest. And it also sounds like it requires a lot of energy and time, energy and time that could be spent actually engaging with other humans in a meaningful way instead of a conniving one. Now, not only is this follow and follow thing totally slimy, but it also has another downfall. If you're falling prey to it, it can be so disheartening to sit there every day and to watch your number of followers climb and then fall day in and day out. I see so many people who lose hope in humanity because they are working so hard to grow a true and engaged following on Instagram. And yet the only sort of engagement they seem to be getting is through people who are using the follow unfollow technique. And so they just start to wonder what they're doing wrong. They wonder if they should employ these strategies themselves or if they should just throw in the towel. So How can we combat this and really focus on growing our following with people who are excited and eager to engage with us? First, it's important. If you're really looking at Instagram to get you results, you want to think about your ideal clients. And again, not your peers. We've talked about this before. This is going to change how you're seeking out new people on Instagram. A lot of times we end up engaging with our peers when we should really be thinking about how we can reach the people who are most likely to turn into paying clients for us. A few ways would be to change your approach and the way that you're using hashtags. Take some time, dig in, research which hashtags are truly providing results for you, and then spend some time in those actual hashtags engaging with other posters who are also using those tags. You can also spend time engaging with the people who are already following you. When is the last time you spent 10 minutes just looking at a few people who have chosen to follow you and liking their content and commenting on their posts and heck, even following them if they truly inspire you, not because you feel like you have to. Just showing people that you acknowledge that they're choosing to follow you and that you're willing to spend some time supporting them back can absolutely change the game. If you aren't already, I would also just make sure that you're replying to any and all comments on your posts. Even if you get like one comment and it's from your mom, take time to respond to that. I believe that you are never too big or too small to do this. So take some time to show people that when you use a call to action, when you ask a question, when you see that they're taking the time out of their day to comment on your content, you genuinely appreciate them by responding. People will see that you're active and be more likely to respond to your call to action next time. Like I only post when I have 20 minutes to commit to sitting on the platform and engaging with people who are commenting on my posts or spending time and commenting and engaging with people who follow me or people whose posts are showing up in my feed. Now, lastly, you can use tools like Instagram stories to engage with the people currently following you. 
You could do things like ask questions, invite them to ask you questions, respond to DMs. You could post a poll. When you do things like this, it helps you to get a pulse on who's following you, what they're going to engage with, and what they love seeing. This is going to help you to continue to serve your audience well. And trust me, when you do this, they will come back and they'll bring friends. So when we think about the algorithm, engagement is the name of the game. How many times in this episode have I said the word engagement? Like if you were playing a drinking game and you had a shot every time I said engagement, you would probably be really tipsy. Hey, it's me again. I just wanted to pop in with one more free Instagram tool to help you if you're feeling a little stuck. So of course, I hope you join my hour-long bootcamp at teachmeinsta.com. But if you're thinking you just don't have another hour to devote to this app, and you're wondering if you're even cut out for the gram, I want you to spend just one minute finding out what kind of Instagrammer you are. That's right. I made a BuzzFeed style quiz that's going to break down what kind of Instagrammer you are and help shed a light on how how you're currently using the app and how you can grow using the strengths you already possess. So are you a queen of the squares? Are you a total lurker or someone who'd rather be behind the scenes? I'll equip you and connect you to free resources that will help you rock the app no matter how you are using it. Head to igquiz.com and spend just one minute answering 10 questions and I'll hook you up with my freakishly accurate results. That's igquiz.com. Hit pause and go Go take the quiz. I cannot wait to find out what type of Instagrammer you are. So if you're employing tactics like the follow unfollow method, you're likely growing that number under your name, but it's with people who are only following you because you first followed them and then you probably unfollowed them. So it's really just easily not an organic way to grow a true following. There is no rule of reciprocity in social media. Okay, I just want to like hit on this for a second. Just because somebody follows you does not mean that you have to follow them. When you think about social media, I want for you to think about the fact that you are in control of your experience. You're in control of what you post. You're in control of what you consume. You're in control of the weight that you give it in your life. And so when you realize and recognize there is no rule of reciprocity, just because somebody follows you doesn't mean you have to follow them back. It kind of helps combat this whole follow unfollow method because basically the only way that that method is successful is by employing reciprocity saying oh gosh this person followed me and they commented on something I better follow them back and guess what that's not how it works I want for you to use social media in a way that inspires you. I want to make sure that you are being very careful about the content that you're letting into your life. I want for you to log in and feel excited and inspired and not feel like you're in this comparison trap or you're following strangers only because you feel like you had to. More and more these days, people are paying attention to the percent of engagement over the total number of followers you have. So it's more important to have an engaged following. That's going to make it easier for you to grow because the way that the algorithm works, the more engagement you have, the more likely your posts are going to be seen and show up in feeds. And I'm not just talking about engagement just because you're trying to grow your number, but actual engaged people who genuinely care about your content and who care about you and what you're sharing. So I want to remind you, when it comes to social media, there is no short game here. 
You have to be in it for the long haul. And using things like the follow, unfollow method of growing your following is only going to leave a sour taste in people's mouths about you. And it's only going to grow your account with the wrong people if it grows your account at all. You want to look at Instagram in a way that allows you to sustain growth and to grow with the right people. So frankly, just stop doing the follow and follow game and spend your precious time actually growing a true community. Okay, so are you guys ready for number three? Let's do it. I want people to stop complaining about engagement if they themselves are not engaging. So let me just jump on top of my soapbox for just a quick sec. I get to hear a lot of complaints about Instagram. I mean, once a place like the Huffington Post calls you an Instagram expert, you start to hear all of the reasons why Instagram just can't work for people, mostly because they're waiting for you to prove them wrong, which, hey, I am not opposed to. So what is the number one complaint I'm hearing lately? People keep telling me that their engagement is down, that the number of likes and comments just poof went down and they're not sure what happened or where to troubleshoot. And I get it. Like, it's frustrating. If you go from 10 likes to three or from 100 to 30 or whatever those numbers look like for you, I get it. It's like, what gives? And then you start to get frustrated and your frustration shows up on the app in different forms, whether you decide to just avoid posting for a while or you passive aggressively show up on your stories because I see that all the time. Or maybe you just keep pumping out content, trying to figure out what's actually going to land. Sound familiar? I thought so. So how do I respond when someone asks me about how to get their engagement back up? Or maybe they're wondering, well, what the heck happened? Maybe I could blame it on a new algorithm drop that might be getting sorted out or the time of year, but I usually start with one really simple question. Are you engaging? Like, are you actually jumping on the app with the sole intention to engage? Because if you're looking for engagement, chances are the people that you follow And those who follow you are also looking and hoping and waiting and wishing and praying for engagement too. And we've all heard that sweet quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. And so what if instead of complaining, we just started there? Like what if we were the change and we started engaging? Now, Inside of my program, the Instagram lab, I take some time each day, if I can, to review my students' feeds in our Facebook group. And so I will jump on to their Instagram feed and I'll record myself reviewing it and I'll share the videos so that my students can learn from one another. And a lot of times when I see someone talking about how their engagement is down, I'll jump in. And I'll look for a few key things that I likely won't find on their account. Do you want to know what those things are? Number one, I'll look and see if they have call to actions on their posts. Basically, what action do they want someone to take after they read that post? Are they actually putting that action in their caption? Maybe you want somebody to comment or you want them to share something or you want them to hit like or visit their website. What do you want people to do after they're done reading your post? Ask yourself that and then make sure every single post has some sort of call to action. It doesn't have to be cheesy. It doesn't have to be spammy. It doesn't have to feel empty, okay? 
The second thing I'll look for is, are they responding to anyone and everyone who is engaging with them? I mean, come on, I can't take you seriously if you're complaining about engagement, but you're not actually engaging yourself, right? So if I can click on one of their posts and I can see that maybe there are six comments there and they didn't respond to a single comment, my goodness, that is the easiest fix and the easiest place to start. And number three is this, are they posting content that will be found as relevant to their audience? Here's a unique one. Like sometimes I will pull up their feed and I recognize right away, like I am not their target client, but I should quickly be able to guess who would be based on the content that they're sharing. And if it's not immediately clear in those first nine to 12 tiles, whose feed it is, who it is that they're serving, then yeah, it makes sense that their engagement is down because people don't have a reason to engage. They don't feel qualified or like they're the right person or that that account is specifically speaking to them. So I spend a few minutes running through an account without any background information and I'll review it. And those three things are a lot of the time what's holding people back from getting true engagement. So again, if you're curious, like what I'm talking about or about this program, you can head to teachmeinsta.com or visit the instagramlab.com and you can see all the details and information. But let's get back to engagement and the simple question, are you engaging? Let me explain how this will not only help you feel like you're actually using Instagram for something other than just marketing, but how it will help you grow. If you're currently struggling to get your posts seen and subsequently struggling to get likes and comments, then you engaging can be a really simple way to change that. So maybe you're wondering, well, how? For starters, if you're hanging out in the comment threads of people that you are following, Other people, they might see your comments and discover your account simply through a comment. Like, did you ever consider that? Just by you showing up and commenting, other people are exposed to you and your content. And don't you think they're going to be more likely to follow you if they see that you're actually an active participant on the platform and not just somebody who posts and ghosts? One of my friends, he has thousands and thousands, I mean like hundreds of thousands of followers. And he attributes his consistent growth on Instagram to the fact that he is actively commenting on people's posts and he is logging in each day with the sole purpose of engaging with other humans, both on their own posts and then also responding to engagement on his own posts. Like when you go on there, sometimes I'm like, does this dude live on the platform? But guess what? No, he spends 20 minutes super intentional on the app. Like he'll log in for a set amount of time, think like 10 or 20 minutes where you can actually set an alarm and you don't just sit there and mindlessly scroll or watch Instagram stories, but where you spend time commenting, encouraging, engaging, supporting other people on the app. Not only is it going to leave you feeling awesome that you're supporting the people that you love following, but you're also setting yourself up to be found easily by their followers, and not just their followers, but their active followers who are also commenting on their posts, which means they'd probably be more likely to comment on your posts. Pretty cool, right? And like, it's so simple when we break it down like this. It's funny, because as humans, we are so prone to complain about things but we often are complaining about other people's behaviors. And I don't know if you've ever realized this, 
but we can't change other people's habits or behaviors or what they do or don't do. But what we can change is our approach and the way that we choose to show up. When I am more intentional about engaging on the app, I feel like people are more likely to engage with me. They don't feel like my call to actions are empty. They trust that I'm active on the platform and wanting genuine connection with them. It's not these empty, feeble attempts to beat the algorithm or to outsmart Mark Zuckerberg. It's an honest attempt to grow an actual community of active users. And Instagram can be this place where you can build and serve and inspire a community of humans just through pushing buttons on your phone. Like, how cool is that? Like, when people complain about Instagram, I'm like, holy mackerel, it is this free tool that we get to use and share our lives and weave our legacies into them. And we get to use it to grow our businesses. And so next time you find yourself running into these limiting mindsets around Instagram, like it's only about the number under my name or people only care about my products or services, they don't care about me, or I can't crack the code, no one cares about the content I'm sharing, the algorithm totally screwed me. When you believe these things, or when you are tempted to employ weird strategies that are just mere band-aid attempts at fixing a problem, like the follow-unfollow method, or you think you maybe need to join an Instagram pod, I want for you to take a second. And to really refocus your thoughts on the power of one. I've talked about this before, but every day I pull back and I remind myself of this. It is one of the most powerful things that I have in my life. When you think about the power of one, it looks like this. If you have one follower, you have influence. You, my friend, are an influencer. If you get one comment. Pour into that commenter. Create true connection. If you log into the app, do so with intention. Give people the same level of engagement you desire on your own posts. I promise, just like so many facets of life, the more that you give, the more you will receive. And so show up and serve your people. When you serve them well, They will notice and they will stick around and they will also be more likely to bring friends. Now, if you want to learn more about why the Huffington Post called me an Instagram export, or if after this show you're thinking, but Jenna, I still just want more followers and I want them now and I will do what it takes. I want to give you true principles that will work. So just head to teachmeinsta.com, save your seat for my totally free Instagram training where I will break down how you can get your next thousand followers and how you can get the right followers without these weird scammy tactics. I'll break down the algorithm, how it works, how we can make it work for you so that you don't feel like you're going into battle day in and day out. That's teachmeinsta.com. You can save your seat for that training. I just want to encourage you today. Instagram can be a place that is life-giving and inspiring, and that doesn't have to suck the air right out of the room that you're in. And so keep on showing up with intention and the desire to serve people well. Until next time, go 
gold diggers. Keep on digging your biggest goals. And I'd love to hear what you thought about today's show. Head on over to Gold Digger Podcast on Instagram and let me know what your biggest takeaways were and what you learned during today's show. And as always, if you feel like sharing the love, take a screenshot of you tuning in, post it up to your Instagram stories and tag me so that I can say hi and thanks for tuning in. Until next time, keep on digging those goals and I will talk to you super soon. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.